Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I sometimes write a weekly column, which I guess doesn't make it weekly, really. And I use that column to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then I come on this show to defend those opinions. Joining me today, he used to be my co-host on this podcast. Maybe you remember him. His name's Brett Rader. He's doing podcasts at Yahoo Sports now. But sometimes we get to get him on this podcast again. I've introduced him so many times. I'm sorry. Also joining me, you might remember him from the Arizona episode of a podcast I did a long time ago called Your State is Insane. He's also a writer on the TV show American Dad, making his first appearance on the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Nick Wagner. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. We're back to our usual format this week. Last week, we interviewed Ben Glebe, candidate for president, and it was a very special episode. This is a very not special episode. Joining me as co-host today, don't have one. That chair is empty. My favorite co-host of all, but I do got some guests. Brett Rainer's here. Hello. You all know Brett. He used to co-host this podcast. It's It's incredible how two weeks in a row you've had no people who will become president on the podcast. Yeah. I would argue we could win. Yeah. Together. Oh, we're running as a pair. (laughs) (laughs) Who would do that? We're no, not like president and vice president. Like we're both co-president and then there will also be a vice president to be named later. Yeah. I do like that. Hey, that's Nick Wagner's here. Oh yeah. I'm the other member of that two person ticket. Hell yeah. Remember like when you had to pick, pick teams on the soccer field and it's like, well, you have to pick us as a pair because we're just saying. That's what the vibe yeah. would be as president. Like the voice. President. Like when two people show up on the voice. We and are, like, I have not seen a second of that show. Yeah. Well, that is your loss because it's a I fantastic mean, show. I, I watch Sunday Night Football, so I got the ads and they're just like turning around the chairs and they're like, whoa, this is the most insane thing ever. And they're like, whoa. Wow. What if it is the most insane thing this, ever? This you don't is, know. This is, I bet it's happening on The Voice this It does week. seem like the music shows now push, not the performance, but like, you're going to see a crazy The moments. Reveal. The moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, mommy, the yeah. mommies. Uh, <laughs> Nick was on the Arizona episode of Your State is Insane. That's true. Oh, I probably met you back when we taped it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Years yeah. and years yeah. and years ago. And uh, we were also on an episode of the Cracked podcast together recently. recently. And now Nick's here on Unpopular Woo! Opinion. I'm happy to be here. I hope that's an unpopular opinion. And uh, you're still writing for American, American Dad, Dad. Yeah. with uh, Soren Bowie writes yes. there too, right? Yes. Friend of Rush the show. Good guy. Yeah, Soren's great. We got to get him back on an episode Beautiful soon. man. 
beautiful inside, inside out. and inside out. out. Yeah. yeah, I've seen he's his. Real, he's really a fucking snack. <laughs> yeah. God damn it, that guy. Uh, so we're talking about. I don't have. I still haven't updated the soundboard, so I can't. I, I normally cut someone off at the beginning oh. of the podcast. I'll like ask how you're doing. I'll say like Brett, how's it going? And then you would tell me. Well, and I would go hit it, Brett. You know the hardest part of this show for what me. What is this? <laughs> Is this just stock music that came with it? Or it did is. Danger put it on? The, the, the new mixer we got had all these stock sounds added to the soundboard, and one of them is that crazy. There That's are going to be a track. There are going to yeah. be a thousand podcasts that play that song every time they go to a break. Because it's the first now. button. It's, it's the first button song, yeah. on this mixer, which is the best fucking mixer if you're hosting a podcast, but they don't sponsor me, so I'm not going to tell you what it is. I, don't, I couldn't even tell what genre of music that was. It was like, was that? It <laughs> pop was, punk. It was pop punk. Pop punk. <laughs> it was yeah. emo. Yeah. It was late stage power pop. Yeah. Power so, pop punk. So we're. Emo. We're talking about unpopular opinions today, mm. as we usually do. do. Yeah. Hence the name of the podcast. It's popular to talk about unpopular opinions. I hope so. I hope it gets more popular someday, so this podcast will be more popular. But uh, who wants to go first? Should I go first? I, I, I'll go first, because there's kind of breaking news. Not around the to the listeners. NFL. Why not? I thought this is coming out like two weeks from oh, now. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. This won't be out for... Uh, but I, 10 days. I don't think I know the hot news. Oh, Antonio Brown got cut by the Patriots? New Patriots. Oh. Yeah, yeah. As you're listening to this, about a half hour ago, he got cut. Yeah. And good. Dear listener. Like, you got, you got to be. shouldn't have been picked up. You got to be quite a basket case to get cut by the Patriots. But this, I think, adds to your point. Yeah. My point is. Oh, yeah. Uh, I feel like despite uh, some huge problems the past few years, I feel like the NFL can turn things around oh boo like (laughs) and i know that's probably not that unpopular and it's not but i know that like especially last season if you watched football people were like oh did you vote for trump too like what are you doing watching football and i get it like the the colin kaepernick thing was a problem and is still a problem uh domestic violence big problem concussions a big problem but i feel like the nfl is at least in some way addressing most of those things like i feel like they are one desperate team signing kaepernick away from well the panthers are starting somebody named kyle allen this weekend have you heard of kyle allen i have not well he's starting at quarterback for the carolina panthers this weekend um yeah because kaepernick definitely wouldn't fit into that offense (laughs) no I mean, like, I don't know. Well, I, what are, I like, I like watching football too much to to really um, to stop watching. But like, I think it's all very bad. Like the Colin Kaepernick stuff is very, very, very bad. But also, like, I know it's not going to change. So what, what am I yeah. going to do? I watch I watch college football still because of the teams I support. But I have watched like mm, two games over the last three years of NFL football. And I used to watch a lot. 
Is that it shows great restraint because of all the controversies and things? Uh, or you just lost interest? I was losing interest, and a lot of it is just the games take so long. The pro game, it was like it would take like four and a half hours to watch a game or something like that. Yeah, and then I hadn't watched for a while, and I, I was like, I'm from Arizona. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll, the Cardinals are playing well. This is <laughs> a year and a half ago, two years ago, or they were playing okay. It wasn't one year ago. It was not one year ago. <laughs> it wasn't last year. But I turned on, and they were just like. It was I, I watched like two guys get carted off within a half hour, and I was like, man, off. Yeah, I mean, there's some problems. Like uh, last night, there was a Thursday night football game, and uh, at halftime or just before halftime, there were so many fucking penalties. Tom Brady of Tom Brady fame yeah. <laughs> uh, t- tweeted, like, I'm turning this game off. There are too many penalties. And then the game went to halftime. And then they came back from halftime, and there were like weren't very many penalties. And then it was a smooth sailing. Oh yeah, yeah. So there were a lot of they, holding calls. Lots of holding. Do you think that's a weird? Do you phantom. think the tweet made its way down to the field? Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. Because as they were going to halftime, Joe Buck is like, "All right, we're going to throw it to commercial on the halftime show. Please keep watching Tom Brady." <laughs> oh yeah, I think like Tom he, was like up in his castle, and he was like, "I do not like this." Yeah, yeah. I think the NFL definitely monitors social media. During game. No, that was a huge thing. I was watching a Bears game last season, and Prince Amukamara, <laughs> yeah. if you can believe this, his last name was misspelled on his jersey. Uh, it just said Amukamara, and I, t- I like did a screenshot and tweeted at the Bears. And by halftime, he had changed his jersey. That was on you, baby. That was yeah. me. You were and the guy. Yeah, I feel like no, I but fixed yeah, it. like that's what social media is for—for for killing people in the in the moment. For like, yeah. Yeah, that happens, and the Bears' training staff, equipment staff, is like, "Oh no, we should have that guy's name on a on a spreadsheet or something like that, like right <laughs> next to the door." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> big font, like a, yeah. yeah, like a, a thousand font right over yeah. it. But I I do feel like the NFL has taken steps. Uh, domestic violence, I feel like they've done a decent job. Like you're never going to stop domestic violence from happening. No, yeah, you can't. Pr- you can't police your own employees from like committing crimes and when you, you could you i mean but you could prevent that but you could prevent them from further work it you would could, be cool know, if there was like pre yeah if, if nfl had precogs sure any if anyone had them it'd be them you know yeah they'd make like the most money of anyone <laughs> and the thing about the nfl i think the other sport where you see a really high incidence of domestic violence and things like that is like boxing and mma and the thing is Head injury leads to violence. Like, that is a documented link that science has proven. There are any number of serial killers who, if you go back into their history, they had really serious head injuries as kids. So you're going to see a higher incidence of domestic violence in sports that involve head injuries. The question is, how is the league going to deal with it? And I feel like they have turned a corner from, oh, well, we're going to hide it at all costs to... Almost sort of a zero tolerance sort of thing. Oh yeah, I mean the Antonio. The facts of the Antonio Brown case are this: a number of years ago, he um, alleged. I'm saying allegedly just because of like how the court system, right? And of it's course, it's a cool word. No, it but is like a he neat allegedly word, yeah. committed three separate acts of um, sexual violence, sexually harassed, uh, including one time raping this this woman, this accuser. But statute. This was a number of years ago. In Florida, I believe, statute of limitations has passed, and she's suing him not in a criminal court. No criminal court is pressing charges. She's suing him in a civil court, 
which means like there's no police report. The police really have nothing to do with this. There is no determination going to be made in this suit of what happened or what didn't happen. Only if someone's like liable for mm-hmm. like money, right? This, right. Um, and then a separate thing happened with a woman who has not been named. Uh, and today he or last night, I guess he texted her some threatening stuff regarding uh, her children, something like that. And he was cut this. Uh, this oh, afternoon. that's where it was. I was like, something must have come out. Yeah, some yeah, research yeah. Was he, done. He was sending like, something. <laughs> he was sending some threatening texts to her, and her lawyer came out and basically just like screen capped the texts and put them on Twitter. And so Night-night. what I'm trying to say is like. This is not this is not a criminal like if you get taken in a civil case, a civil suit because you built your fence on someone's lawn or you hit someone's car or whatever, like you shouldn't like a regular job. You wouldn't get fired from that. But from this job, they actually are going out and they are having zero zero tolerance for the Patriots are at least having zero tolerance for that. They hired him a week or two ago. I, I would imagine had some sort of language in the contract like, yo, or, or at least told him like, yo, you do one thing wrong, you're done. And he did one thing wrong. He sent all these horrible, threatening text messages yeah. to someone. So you're right that they are, I guess, it seems like they're moving in the right direction because, you know, if I got taken in a civil case because I hit someone's car or something like that, I would hope I wouldn't get fired. Right. Right. Right, but his but it's a different situation. It's clearly, a different yeah, situation. Well, yeah. let me ask you this: What do you think is going to happen? Look, when you say like, "Oh, football is going to recover," do you think football is going to be America's like? It's kind of America's pastime now. I would well, say it's still is it still the most popular sport? Oh yeah, in America, yeah, yeah. It's so still the it one. The Super Bowl is what we watch. We don't gather around for the NBA Finals. Or the only the World thing Series. it has to recover from is its like image like right. financially i think it's still doing fine Very much. and like it and just, it's going to do better when the uh, television contracts expire in about two years right and so it's just an image and reputation thing and i feel like the things that have turned people off which is domestic violence which once the patriots cut someone like the patriots are the mcdonald's of nfl franchises when they make a change Everyone else is going to make that fucking change because everyone wants to be the Patriots. So now that the Patriots have taken this stance, and it's a stance NFL teams have been gradually adopting up to this point, but now that the Patriots have done it, that's going to make everyone else in the league less uh, eager to sign someone with problems like this. Right. And I think the NFL has actually taken steps to address that. Head injuries, the NFL, I've always said concussions are a thing the NFL can eliminate and the reason i say that is if you remember football in the 80s people used to get paralyzed all the fucking time yeah, yeah, yeah. and his name utley with the thumbs up yeah, 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 yeah. uh nick bonacati's son uh was playing for miami and got paralyzed like a bunch of you would see it like once or twice a season and it was like players just played knowing there was a risk well i might not walk one day because i'm playing football or i'll get als or something yeah something like that or every time the lights turn on in my bedroom i'm like (laughs) it burns yeah Yeah. and the nfl was able to basically eliminate paralysis at least i mean people still get spinal cord injuries but through a combination of rule changes and medical advances people don't get paralyzed playing football anymore like ryan shazier had the same spinal cord injury that all those players in the eighties had, but he walks like he can walk. And Kevin Everett was uh, an earlier example of that. 
And all it was is there's this new tech or relatively recent advance in medical technology where if you have a spinal cord injury, if they get to you fast enough, which they always do at a fucking football game, there's doctors there, they cool your body temperature down to the point that your spinal cord doesn't swell. And when you have a spinal cord injury, it's the swelling that causes all the damage. Yeah. And that's it's like why, a pickle jar. Yeah. And that's why you don't you don't see those injuries in football anymore. And they've done the same thing with concussions. They've put rule changes in place. They've changed the helmets. Concussions are down 29% this season. And they're probably just going to get better from there. Quarterbacks are playing until they're fucking 45 now. I can see a world in which we've seen peak NFL, but the NFL ends up kind of like baseball now makes more money because of TV the, you know, like baseball isn't quite as popular as it ever was, but it makes more money than it ever did. I, yeah. And, and, and football becomes like baseball or not as bad as boxing, another sport where people got brutalized and like, you know, isn't as popular as it once. But then MMA kind of took its spot. So, yeah, I, th- I think you're right in that they are they are making, you know, some very small steps to fix these things. But I think, you know, you're right in terms of the TV money. I think it'll be interesting how the game develops into I know we're technically 20 almost 20 percent through the 21st century but like how it moves into the digital age more because it feels like yeah. it's the most stuck in sort of linear broadcast um television like we'll see what happens if there's you know what if there's like an app where you get sunday ticket i mean there is an app where you get sunday ticket but you know when how basketball you know you can use their highlights on youtube all sorts of stuff We'll see what the NFL does in the future in terms of use of its product, use of its imagery, use of highlights, et cetera, in the digital age. Because I think that they're kind of far behind and maybe they would say that, hey, the reason we're doing we're doing all this stuff now where we don't let people use our highlights, we, this, or, this or that. And we're the most popular league in the world you know, or in the country. So maybe what we're doing is right and what the other leagues are doing is wrong. Yeah. But, uh, what you don't want to lose is uh, the generation of young Exactly. Kids. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. what I'm trying to say is, I think I'm I'm really interested to see how they move into the next 20 years or so. When yeah, maybe kids who are 10, 12, whatever, they're more into basketball than football. Their dads watch. Oh, my dad watches watches the <laughs> uh, the Chicago Bears or whatever. I watch I watch uh, Overwatch League and basketball or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And how can they recapture some of the younger folks who? might not be interested in it. And I mean, I watch a bit of soccer these days and I'll tell you what, it's nice that you have 45 minutes, 20 minute break, 45 minutes. That is. Yeah. Soccer is amazing. It's digestible. I I don't know the action in it. Not everybody likes. I work in an office that watches it all the time because it's on at like noon Pacific time. So I was like, all right, I'll just throw it on. And I don't care. And I have to have people explain the rules to me. I'm like, so wait, how are they in this cup? It's like, Oh, uh, well, the winner of the Europa League versus the winner. I'm like, yeah, oh, my yeah, yeah, God. Yeah. And he has the points, and the points are subtracted from the, oh, my God. Ah, ah. And that's the thing. I've, <laughs> I've written, a, I, I wrote a Medium article about it, and I've done a podcast about it. If we're talking sports that involve human rights abuses, nothing tops soccer. Like, the next World Cup is being built with slave labor. Right, right. But the, the, the thing that soccer gets away with is you don't see it on during the games. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. You don't see yeah, them it's about the, 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 not, the, about the but also of, of running down but, the pitch. <laughs> but also, and I've, I've, I brought this up on the Cracked podcast and on this podcast, European soccer makes me feel better about this country in terms of where we are on our progression to fascism. Right. Because... 
as bad as we are in this country, you would be hard-pressed to go to a Lakers game and start an anti-Semitic chant and get the entire crowd to join in with you. Or you'd see, like, but Section can, 207. It's like, yeah, well, those are the fascists in 207. <laughs> yeah. They all buy tickets yeah. on StubHub to 207, and they wear red, even though it's a Lakers game. And, the, you know, they just shout at anti-Semitic yeah. stuff. We and, would put a stop to that shit. Yeah, no, that would not, that would not <laughs> yeah, be good. The crazy thing about that, too, is, like, where it happens in Europe, it's always, like, Italy. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, almost entirely Italy and the south of France. That is how fascists in Italy recruit new members. It's yes. through, they're called ultras. Right, the ultras. ultras. And they actually, buy, they, like, the te- yeah, I think it's going to go away because the teams sell the tickets to the organization and then they sell the tickets to and like they it's like group tickets. Yeah. It's like you got, you know, the bake sale, you know, the the old church. We're just buying a hundred tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're raffling them off at the bake sale. Yeah, you got to call Todd and group sales. Yeah. And uh, he's going to set you up. Oh, and, okay. Looks and like so the what entire do you guys? Top deck is. Uh, what do you guys know? What's your organization? Just pure fascism. Okay. Uh, okay. And how many, cool. What do you need? You need how many? 800. Sure. Gotcha. Sure, sure. Oh, that's Mussolini on sure. your shirt. Neat. You know what? We'll give you your own entrance so you can bring fireworks in. <laughs> you guys, um, projectile. We have a great contact in terms of just getting shirts, like custom shirts made, like a hundred <laughs> shirts with the yeah. same thing on it. What do you want them to say? Oh, 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 oh okay. Yikes. Maybe if we could just draw that as a gesture <laughs> and then let the other people connect the dots. And yeah, I think going back to football, uh, this makes a, a decent segue. Oh, I think racism. Gridiron football. Yeah, yeah. real football. I think American. The American football. American, I think American the, Football. The Kaepernick thing is the biggest sticking point, I think, right now. But it's it's a matter of how much the Jay Z deal overshadows that for you. And the but the problem with Kaepernick, not to brag, but I watch a lot of ESPN, <laughs> so I Whoa. hear people talk about these things pretty regularly. Yeah. And I think it was on first take. Uh, I believe it was Stephen A. Smith oh, who was sure. yeah. talking, who was screaming into the yeah. void about this. But he was talking about how a lot of players in the NFL are kind of not on Kaepernick's side anymore either because of the settlement he signed with the NFL and none of the terms were disclosed. So now a lot of players are like, yeah, yeah, because because I'm I don't know as well. I mean, like, do you think the Kaepernick thing is costing the NFL most? Um, I think it's hurting their reputation for yeah. sure. I think it's yeah, I think it's hurting it with with fringe. Like, I feel like, and maybe that's because I'm a coastal elite. Sure. I feel like a lot of our uh, society, a lot of our media is, like, bending backwards to appease the racists, right? It's like, hey, we're the New York Times. We hired Brett Stevens to write this column about, like, why Obama is a rapist or yeah. whatever. Like, yeah. something horrible. Or it's SNL like, hiring like, Shane Gillis. Yeah, it's like, hey, we hired... <laughs> We hired one of you folks because, like, we're, you know, representative of everybody. And that was yeah. why SNL hired Shane Gillis was to, they openly said it was to appeal to conservatives. So, which is so, yeah, it's so funny on both of those counts. Like, that, I don't, I just don't feel like people that, like, think that Obama was a rapist are now going to go out and just be reading the New York Times every day. Like, all yeah, of a sudden, that's how they get into ball, like, ballet and I <laughs> theater world. it was the lion yeah. New York Times, but they hired this one guy who yeah. I like. I like so now it. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give a, none of these other articles for the rest of this paper off putting to me. So, again, like, yeah, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm pretty far left, I guess, but like, 
it seems like they don't really do much to cater to people like a lot of my friends and people close to me on you know in in Los Angeles who are like you know what I kind of don't really like I really don't feel good about the Kaepernick thing I think it's like a really I think it's a really gross thing and that in some with uh you know with concussions this or that I don't really want to watch and maybe you know what if he gets if he gets signed tomorrow or whatever uh, maybe those people would feel better. Maybe they wouldn't. I don't know. I don't think they come back. No, I don't yeah, exactly. And you make a choice. I mean, I think it's, it's like, like it's almost like quitting like a, smoking. Yeah, it's almost, like a, like, no. it's almost like it's weird because it's a cultural war, war kind of thing. Sure. But then at the same time, like if you love football, you're still watching football. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the thing with Kaepernick. I feel like there was a time because this Kaepernick thing has carried on so He's long. He's 31 years old. I feel like there was a time <laughs> where you could be like, he last played in the league when he was 14. <laughs> but there was a time where it did seem like Colin Kaepernick's particular style of playing NFL quarterback was sort of falling out of favor. And you could make that argument like, well, people have just figured out that style of play. Right. We don't really like maybe that's why he's not getting a job. But that's not the case anymore. No, look no. at like the best quarterbacks every, right now. Lamar yeah. Jackson, fucking Josh Allen on the Bills. Yeah. He's like, you know, he's like Cam Newton too. He's like white Cam Newton. And all the other guys, yeah, they can't, they just get drilled back there now. Like what yeah. they said, they were like bringing, what's his name? Whedon in for uh Brandon Whedon. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. weed man. The weed man. He, he started in the league at 31. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I feel like the NFL can turn it around and they are in some ways. And I want them to, because I like football. I like watching that sport, but yeah, the Kaepernick thing is intense. Yeah, I think that there's something going on throughout America, and that league has Americans in it and in power and in t- infecting everything. Like, I think that w- might go away, you know what I mean? And then we could just be like, sports! Yeah, yeah, that would I be don't nice. Know. I, I feel like the NFL is always going to be like this sort of... Tied to America. It's going to be this... It's always going to be this test tube of, like, exactly where, like, Americans, America's pulse is at the moment. Yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. America's... A diagnosis is at the moment it's like always going to be encapsulated in that in the way that basketball and baseball and some of the other sports just like they get to exist outside of that like basketball is this fun soap opera uh baseball it's still going numbers baby do you love them do you love them well your dad does he checks them out every day in the U- in the usa today i fucking love baseball i got a, i got a 20 it. dodger games i like <laughs> I, a pack yeah. with my buddy but it's so funny to see people keeping score and like, oh my god! When that when the guy comes with the Hawaiian shirt and he's got a little clipboard with the fucking numbers, yeah, I'm like, yeah. you're so cute. Yeah, you you're old like, man. Yeah, you're like <laughs> inventing things to do in a two to zero game. You're like like who cares how they got out? I'm, like, I'm gonna write the K backwards. <laughs> yeah, 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 I went yeah, to yeah, a, looking, swinging. <laughs> I went to a Cubs game in San Diego last week, and the Padres pitcher for a very uncomfortable amount of time had three strikeouts. So there was just a glowing yeah, KKK yeah, sign yeah, in the yeah. corner of the stadium. Yeah, change that it's one. It's like, will you? I'm you know a, he was doing that on purpose. Yeah. I'm a Cubs fan, but can you please yeah. strike Schwarber out right now? Yeah. Well, the K was actually invented at the Battle of Antietam in 1863 <laughs> yeah. prior to the conception of the Ku Klux Klan. And we we're not going to change it because then we'd have to change 150 years worth of records. Yeah. 
That is ba- baseball. The records. Is- we can't change the records. It's all we have. <laughs> it's all we have. We need to know if someone hit a home run in 1894. <laughs> and I know it's crazy, too, that baseball cares so much about all these numbers, it and is. then they don't have standardized playing fields. Like, every field is different. Oh, that's well, that's part of it. Yeah. Oh, that's the fun of these and numbers. And half of the teams play a a slightly different variation of the game. Yes. yes. And, we, and then people have the audacity to fight about people playing 60 years apart through all these changes. That is crazy. They're so, everything is so tradition. Then once you get to that outfield wall, it's like, yeah, like fucking put a portal through time in it yeah. if you want. Let's zigzag yeah. it. Let's um, zigzag it a little Jerry, yeah. Gerrymander your outfield. Just, it just starts going uphill yeah. and then downhill yeah, again. Yeah. You know, like mini golf, it's like that. Yeah. It's deceiving back there. There's a windmill. Yeah. If if it hits you, you're out. Someone used to have that. I want to say it was the Royals. Someone used to have their warning track was uphill. It was the it was the Rangers, I believe. Was it? But they they got rid of the uphill part, and then they're actually moving into a dome next year. Oh, you know what'd be cool is up against the warning track. There's five spots with like a mini trampoline where you could just slam ball. Yeah, you you get up there and just rob homers. Well, homers. The thing you're seeing now is there's this big push to extend the netting all the way to the outfield. Yeah, people are getting jacked. People's kids are dying and grandmas. Yeah, and what you're seeing now is in stadiums where they have that. When there's a foul ball, there have been a few times this season where that outfielder's like. Oh, I can just jump into that fucking net. Oh, and he will just lay right. out yeah, into yeah, the yeah. net and catch the ball, and that net just throws him. Fucking slam ball. It's yeah, great. Man. Like, that shit is dope. Yeah, that's cool. More projectiles. Yeah. Make every sport, like, that weird, like, football thing in, in the beginning of Starship Troopers. Like, they're running I'd be into and jumping that. off shit, and they all look like, it's like the XFL. Or make it like okay. the opening of The Last Boy Scout, where one player <laughs> on the field gun. gets a gun. What What is more American than that? Yeah. It does feel like football, when we were growing up, it was like there was many variations of football always being put in video games. Like you were either a robot football, remember that one for a NFL while? NFL Blitz. Yeah, yeah, Blitz. Well, there was one that was just like the game of football, but it was not associated with the NFL, and everyone was like a uh, robot. I don't like, remember that one. Oh, yeah, it was at yeah. the 7-Eleven by my house. I've always <laughs> said the, the NFL and the military are two. I'd be fine with both those industries becoming all robots. <laughs> Drones, like make the NF- make the NFL like NASCAR, where it's all about building the perfect robots. Yeah, kind of like what was that robot show on Comedy Central? It's all about like fuel fuel economy science. Yeah, then the coaches are the stars. Yeah, then yeah, then we can finally get football to where it needs to be with the science nerds. We'd have to figure out how to make it still racist though. Yeah, and people need to get hurt. Yeah, there is part of it. We yeah, like there the needs hits. to be injuries. I like the hits. I like the the wax. <laughs> Like when they take the wax at the uh, quarterbacks. Love it when a guy gets just drilled. Uh, all right. Should we get to another opinion? Yes. Yeah. Who wants yeah. to go next? Oh, I don't care. Oh, which of mine? Nick, we you do? go because you got two. You got a mu- you got a bunch. Well, we, yeah, we'll, we'll come back to my. We'll come back. to I don't want to. We don't. We we should. We'll go talk, my, we're not we'll going to talk about all these. Okay. Well, let's. Well, whatever. Brett, this is a great podcast. Mind. Let's do mine since we are talking about robots. Since yes. we're talking about labor. Yes. Since we're talking about the economy. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Alright, this is not really an opinion. It's just a thought I had. It's just a fact. It's just a fact I had in my sleep. <laughs> I took peyote and now I know the the future. Okay, so um, labor, automation, jobs, gig, the gig economy. It's yo. the future. So, like, there's like no more manufacturing jobs unless you like in a different country that manufactures stuff for cheaper. Sure. Like 
Okay, so we're getting rid of manufacturing jobs. Yep, they're gone. Uh, retail jobs going away, going away, right? Online. Unless you work at like an Amazon distribution warehouse. But we Hell. know Amazon's like, yeah, we just, we're like, we're like fucking three second. years away from a robot. The second we can have a robot in here doing this Yeah, job. the second we can have like yeah. robots who don't need to yeah. like go to the bathroom or yeah. breathe, we're going to have- the same with Uber. When Uber drivers exactly. are always complaining, they're like, they don't even care about us. I'm like, no, no. They're, you're, <laughs> the, you're the most expensive the thing in this car right now. Exactly. Yeah. And California just signed a bill this week that is going to categorize uh, gig economy. Like, it's, I think it's more tailored to like gig economy, Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, Postmates, etc. As employees, so these people have to get fucking health insurance and shit from Uber. It's going to be sued into oblivion. So we'll yeah. see what happens. Um, so the point is, companies are like, let's not have people do this stuff. We're so close, and whether it's long haul truckers or Uber drivers or Amazon warehouse employees, we don't have jobs for these people soon because we know the companies are trying to automate them away. Sure, cool, whatever. Then where are these people going to go? What are they going to do if we're in America and like your worth as a person is a, is having a job? Okay, that's cool. Let's put that in one box. Second box. Man, everyone keeps getting shot all the time uh, by guns, and we're not doing anything about that either. So I'm wondering just if the next, like, gig economy, the next thing that we're hiring people to do who don't really have a job because they were fired, let go from the Amazon warehouse or whatever is, like, security. And everywhere you go, schools, malls, baseball games, movie theaters, where supermarkets, there's just going to be like 10 people with guns who are just armed security security everywhere. And it's like, I think like uh, South Africa does this a little bit where there's like armed security fucking everywhere all the time. Don't think it's a great idea. Don't I have nothing, no facts to base this in, but I'm just wondering like, all right, well, if we're telling everyone who drives a truck or who works in a factory or whatever, well, they can't do that anymore. And we're having this problem that we're not, that we're not fixing with guns and mass shootings if the free hand of the economy is going to solve that by just saying, all right, well, we're just going to provide like armed security everywhere and armed security is going to be. I could see it happening. Yeah, my, my thing my thing is, okay, if we get to a point where there's no other jobs, then there's like, you know, the moneyed class. There's the moneyed class. They'll yes. hire security guards. Yeah, I don't know, man. But then... The only other people with money are the security guards, so they're the only ones. So who they're can the also middle. Hire. They're the upper middle. They're the upper middle yeah, class. Yeah, yeah. And then they can hire like poor security guards to guard to that guard maybe. them. But then most of the people now are still just kind of SOL. That's that's the issue. I guess I don't know, man. Yeah, I like, guess you if can you, still like work in IT or whatever. <laughs> like, but like lots of people. Everyone. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I, I yeah, yeah low, a lot of low. I'm not skill. saying this is right. It's just a thought I had. This is just a a thought, not an impossible. Well, they opinion. say that that also like pr- private security. I read a thing that said that this is already becoming a huge thing for rich people because of global warming, because of like when don't come in my house. Yeah. My house is not open, bro. Right. And right. whenever there's like a disaster, like when uh, Puerto Rico got hit, they all started ransacking like people's homes that have food and stuff. Hell yeah. So they're like anywhere you live Eat where there the might rich. be a disaster, you need, if you have a big house full of ranch, you need security guards. <laughs> Stay Dress- away from like, my ranch. Like dressing? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I thought you said ranch. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Oh, I said, eat the rich. Oh, I thought you said, I'm going to eat your ranch. Eat the ranch. <laughs> I want to eat the your ranch. ranch. I know you got ranch in there. I don't got a home. I'm coming in for it. <laughs> I got carrots. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could I could see something like that happening. But I, yeah, I, I feel like most low, like, 
jobs like that are just in general going away. Like fa- I think fast food is going to be the next one to go. Like oh. there are, there is like, yeah. right. Even right now you go into most, but are we going to trust robots to have a gun and decide who's the robber? Who's not the robber? No, we're going to trust like it worked in Terminator the corporations. It did it. work in Terminator. Yeah. Damn it. Terminator worked yeah. in RoboCop. They made three of those movies yeah. Four, if you count the Joel Kinnaman, there are <laughs> there are uh, stores right now that are testing out robots that just patrol the store looking for spills and obstructions, and then they send someone out to clean those up. So I can see security robots. Isn't it crazy if you think about it this way that right now producing food, making products like Amazon, all that stuff is cheaper than ever. Like we're able to make more food and have like more chickens cramped in a place. And the problem is we like we throw away all this food. Yeah. And it's because the people can't afford all the food we're making for cheap. Like we as people are making all this food. I think the problem there, I forget what country does it. They weigh your garbage and you are taxed depending on how much garbage you expel and a cut down on food waste and all sorts of bad waste. Right. Yeah. Whatever. But it's just it's just crazy that we make it all, but yeah. we just can't get it to the mouths. You know what no. I mean? Because they can't afford it. Yeah. It seems so silly because we invented the money. Yeah. Yeah. It's like as a society, we are making it. We're doing it, but we just can't get it to each other because soon no one's going to be working. And then what are we going to do? You know, how are people going to eat? We have the food. Yeah. Well, well, how are we going to get them the money to buy the food? We're going to have to maraud. We got to go to Puerto Rico, get some of that ranch dressing. Ranch yeah. dressing. We know they're hoarding all the we ranch. We know you got it down there. Come on, PR. Give up the R. <laughs> Stands for ranch. Porter yeah. Rancho. Porter Rancho. <laughs> that was weird. Uh, Nick. Yeah. Do you want to get to one of yours? Sure. I got sure. thoughts on all these. Sure. I'm so excited about your topics more than mine. Yeah, I, I am excited about all of these. I feel like I agree with all of them. Okay. I'll just go with the first one that's listed, which is Chipotle. People love Chipotle. It's garbage. It's garbage food. It's not good Mexican food. No. It's not healthy food. I think some people think it's like a healthy food. This is where I get caught. This is where I get like kind of pissed off at Chipotle because their whole thing is like, yo, this is real ingredients. Yeah. This is the fresh shit. Like you even go in there and they have to have a little mission statement. It's like, we don't got antibiotics. This is all like locally farmed shit. Like all this stuff, we know where it's coming from. This is not mass produced lettuce even though it'll get you sick yeah like, yeah. E. Coli. yeah yeah i mean this I, is like that's why i hesitated to bring it up because i'm like oh they got busted by e coli they took, took a hit but i think that there's still people who just here's it. my feel, thing about chipotle it's like well if that was true i wouldn't be like, glued to the fucking toilet every time i yeah eat yeah there. yeah and it's like because if you'd go if you go to i went to mexico a few months ago and like ate authentic mexican food and like, listen, it's like not going to make your your digestive system like sing, sing. a song. But, <laughs> but there were points where I was eating. I was like, this is fresh. This is fish that was caught hours ago. This is a tortilla that was made just now or whatever. And it was really good. And I'm like, wow, this is real. But with Chipotle, every time I eat it, I'm like legitimately stuck to the toilet for like 12 hours afterwards. I'm like, well, this can't be this can't be the healthy ingredients that you're telling me there are. Because if I if I was eating fresh ingredients from anywhere else, I would not be. It looks and tastes like cafeteria right food or yeah. like hospital food or something like that. Like it always, everything seems to be steaming and coming out of bags when I go in there. Mm, and at yes. my at work, people are always still asking if we can go to Chipotle. Like, Soren, it's Soren, man. 
That guy loves sounds his just Chipotle. like Soren. He might actually be one of the offenders. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't want to totally put it there. But I, think, <laughs> I think he eats the Chipotle. Yeah, I've never been a fan. I think I've eaten there less than five times. Yeah, and they, they're everywhere, and, and there's I, people in them. And they're the, the weirdest yeah. thing. I really didn't like Chipotle that much because uh, you know I basically grew up in California. I went to college in San Diego, and San Diego. Oh man, for four fifty, you get a burrito. It's the mm-hmm. best thing you've ever had. It's the size of your forearm, and I never had. I never even occurred to me to like eat. Chipotle food like sometimes you gotta go to Taco Bell just to get like that Taco Bell experience yeah yeah but Chipotle it's like well this is more expensive and like not good it's like it's not the Taco Bell where like there this is like science experiment food and yeah. that's fine with me <laughs> <laughs> that's fine with me I'm making that choice it's midnight I might be high um, but otherwise like, you're just getting authentic Mexican food on the west coast but then I moved to New York and I lived in New York for a few, for a few years and it's like Okay, so you go to the authentic place, like the place that you would go to in a strip mall in San Diego or L.A., and you're like, this sucks. Like, this is not good. And I started going to Chipotle when I moved to the East Coast because I was like, I need something that, like, kind of tastes like Mexican food, and I generally know what it's going to be. Right. So it was like once I left. So, I mean, if you live in... I always hear that about New York. There's like, there's none. Like, I no, went to a yeah. one-time one a place once that people were raving about, like, this is... Okay. Yeah, so just don't so eat Mexican like, food. So if you live in Maine, if you live in Maine or whatever, and you want to hear what I all guess, the fuss is about? If, yeah, if you live in Maine, I guess go with Chipotle. But like, I guess I don't know. But they're not going to have like here in know. Los Angeles. People are like driving by very good Mexican food places time, yeah. just to go to a Chipotle. Yeah, there's no reason in LA to go to a Chipotle unless it's literally you should your be only allowed option. to give citizen arrest at Chipotle. <laughs> I would agree with that for eating there. Yeah, I've I've always been a, a Qdoba fan. I don't know if you've ever. Those are like basically the same thing, though, isn't it? Isn't it like a big steamed tortilla for, filled with? It's better. Like yeah. their food is better. Like the soft tacos at Qdoba, their chicken is actually like I would eat. Their I believe chicken that because Chipotle also itself. originally was like a McDonald's property or whatever. Right? It was. Yeah, and they're they like, well, off. we're not anymore. But basically, it's like, yeah, you are. You learned the recipe. Yeah, they're like smart water, which is like a coke thing yeah uh i like your next opinion let's hear it i do not okay oh, yes great i i uh i <laughs> i i i hesitate to even say it i'm an lax apologist i don't think lax is that bad everyone says it's the worst place on earth but for a city this large you're gonna have to go to a big airport it's 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 not 50 miles outside like in New York and stuff. Yep. I understand some of your talking points. <laughs> it just feels like a thing everyone loves to bitch about. Yeah. The the transportation, this is, this is like a very West Coast LA pod now, but like the transportation thing is really, really bad. Have you been to LAX lately? I have. Have you gotten stuck in the thing where like all of a sudden it bottlenecks at like 9 p.m.? Oh, yeah. Back and you're like before and around. And it's like I'm. I was dropping my girlfriend off there the other night oh. and <laughs> bragging. <laughs> bragging, I have a car. <laughs> I was dropping her off there and it took me like 25 minutes to get there. And then once we got like less than a mile away, it took us about 25 minutes to get from basically the 105 freeway, the exit there to like the terminal. And the same thing happened. I was there the other day and I was waiting for an Uber to pick me up. It was like there in line to go through the little loop. And it took me 25 minutes just to get the car to pick me up. The transportation thing really fucking blows. And what I mean by that, if you 
listeners don't know, like there is no way to get in or out of LAX unless it's on like a fucking motorized vehicle with four wheels, a fucking car, a bus, a taxi. Right. You There's can't no even, train. You can't even walk in. No, basically. you know, you, you, I mean, I guess you, do you it, but could, you get in this weird part where you're like going up a ramp with no yeah. sidewalk is like cars are whizzing by you. Yeah. Like you, I guess you could, I mean, like you could take like an Uber to fucking like, uh, like one of the hotels down the street or whatever, but you still then need to take like, but the there bus is, in. if there were, and they're building this, like that the next 10 years is going to be a construction nightmare because they are building a, an extension, uh, of the, or some sort of like one of those like automated trains, like in New right. York, they have that little automated train to, from, from JFK to the, uh, Jamaica station. And, they're going to build one of those and it goes out to, you know, one of the metro lines or whatever. But like, if you can just get like 10 to 20% of the people, like not in a fucking car, not in a fucking Uber. And they've done this thing now. I'm sorry. You've really upset me. With this. <laughs> <laughs> you do this thing now where the Uber pickup and drop off is on the top level, yes. the, uh, the departures level. And now when you drive in, if you're dropping off your girlfriend, I have a girlfriend, everybody. <laughs> when you're dropping off your, you're dropping car. off your girlfriend, they have this sign saying dropping somebody off, go to the arrivals level. So now if you're dropping off someone who needs to depart, you go to the arrivals level and you're dropping, and if you're picking up someone and you're uber you go to the departures <laughs> level what the fuck it's madness it's absolute madness okay we changed so- the signage <laughs> we're back we're back we're back we're, we're back. doing everything the wrong way we're back but 25 minutes isn't that long yeah. you gotta build that in no we're to go less to go a half mile to go, 25 minutes to go that's a, a long time across the country oh, yeah. or the world i but i feel like in la you get that going almost anywhere. Like I used to, when I first moved here, I lived in Santa Monica and to go the last four blocks to my apartment, it would sometimes take me 20 minutes because I was right by the beach and there's all this beach traffic. I feel like LAX handles it a little better than a lot of places that handle lots of people at once. Uh, an example that I had to deal with recently I went to see Portugal the Man open for Mumford and Sons at, at the Bank of California. At the yeah. Bank of California Stadium, yes. which it's a brand new soccer stadium for people who don't aren't aware. It's like a twenty. It is a seat. brand new soccer stadium stadium surrounded by 1965's highways. Yes. And getting to that stadium from the exit is a good forty minutes. Oh, and it's right next to the LA Coliseum as well. You think they would have Ins and outs. Yeah. yeah. You think they would have that down to a science because there are so many USC games, Rams games. And they know, just don't. Whatever. Jeff, when we went to that show, Jeff and his girlfriend got off on the freeway exit. They got out of their Uber on the fucking oh. freeway and walked the rest of the way. That's how much of a nightmare it was. Yeah, the problems that LAX getting through are LA's problems. You yeah. know what I mean? And it is, you're right. Everyone has to go in sure. with a car sure. and all those things. But you're right. I mean, you wrote in an email like, yeah, they have pretty, like, once you get inside the airport, yeah, it's pretty it's fucking nice. Okay I love airports. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. Ni- I do too. It's pretty nice. Some of those people coming, man. going, there's excitement I in fucking, the air. I fucking, I am the type, if I have a flight at noon, I'm going to get to the airport at like nine in the morning. And Might as well get fucking, your drink on at Barney's Beanery. You can drink, too. you can fucking hang out, you can walk around and look at shit. It's like a gigantic mall. It's great. Yeah, take an edible, right when you things. get there, get through security, walk around. Yeah. One of the things as well that I would, I, I believe they are adding in the next 10 years is a, a one of those automated trains that goes from terminal to terminal. Yeah. That's the, one of the other things that's a bummer too. It's like, 
That is if you're, a bummer. If you're arriving, LAX. if you're arriving internationally, or if you're arriving American, and then you change, you know, then you have to change to a Southwest. You have to go outside, yes. and get on a fucking <laughs> yes. bus. Yes. They have a bus that just drives in a, a circle around the, in the circle. There's the loop. There's nine. There's I don't nine even terminals. consider that bus. I'm like, we're walking. Well, no. yeah, and then you're like going in and out of cab traffic. If, I mean, I've never had to use the bus because I live here. Yeah, but. If I did, I'd be like, well, I might as well stay in L.A. for like a week. Yeah. I might as well go to Disneyland. It's I'm easier to get three to day pass for Disneyland. Yeah. Then get on the bus to go from the United to the, to the Southwest Terminal. If you're, you know, you arrive internationally, you come in the International Terminal, you have to sit in, in customs for two hours, pick up your stuff, and then go. Like, I've flown a lot internationally. I have a girlfriend, everyone! <laughs> I've flown a lot internationally recently, and every time I go, there's, like, some scared, like, New Zealand family. It's like, we like, our flight to Cleveland. This is a horrible accent. <laughs> our flight to Cleveland is in four and a half hours. Do you think we'll make it? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Probably not. Might get deported. Be careful. You're out. Yeah, they might. Yeah, they might. Yeah. On top of just the general, like, American sort of uh, immigration yeah. oeuvre. LAX is on. a big surveillance yeah. complex, Which and I don't like that. leads me to my next unpopular opinion. What airport? I think immigration's doing a good job. Oh. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> what airports do you like other than LAX? I mean, oh, man. Hot airport talk. Hot. Move it away from LAX. Hot. Denver is the most entertaining because they one's got all weird. the conspiracy the, I, I thought shit. of Denver for a second, but then it, it does have that, this that weird one's so hall where everyone has to go through. And that one, too. That one is the most egregiously far away from, yes, yes. from the city. That, yes. Like, the, like the last 20 miles, you're like, why not here? You're why like, not here? Why, in, not here? why not here? Why not here? Nebraska. This is the Lincoln going. Airport. Yeah. yeah. What, what did they think was going to happen between here and Denver that didn't occur? Dallas has a cool airport. I haven't been in that one in a while. Like, SFO is one that strikes me as, like, they got it going on because they got that Zuckerberg cash. Yeah. Like, they got the Wi-Fi. I mean, everyone has the Wi-Fi, but, like, it just feels like it's very modern. I like Seattle's because they have, like, a huge window that you can sit at and Mm -hmm. watch all the planes take off, and they put, like, real comfortable chairs out for you, and then they have chowder places. They should just have, like, they should just have, like, stadium seating of looking out the big old window. Yeah. 100%. That's what everyone wants to do is look out the window. Yes, you always go to look for the or window drink. seats. They're all taken, and then some kid there being amazed by the by the beauty, the 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 miracle of flight. And you're like, get oh, the yeah. fuck out of the way, touching the window. I need to charge my fire Softly. stick. <laughs> Why are you bringing your fire stick? <laughs> Move, kid. I got to get a charge of my fire stick. I don't, know. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Just plug it into your. T- it's like a Roku. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I got to charge my Chromecast, man. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I love fucking around in an airport. It's a, it's so much fun. It's the best. You, you get high first. It's great. If you're paid, I don't even know if you can do this in America very much. But like, if you're paid for the lounge, where it's like it's like no. thirty five bucks, it's like you get to sit in this nice area. It's I, I nice yeah. Movie. When we when my wife and I went on our honeymoon, we got like some lounge access yeah. somehow, and it was it, was it feels great. so good. And then they bring you, you drinks, and it, it was almost it had like a couch kind of thing that went back, and we were just yeah. laying there watching oh, yeah. the planes take off. Oh my gosh, it's grateful. It's it, it is that thing where you're like, why don't they just do this everywhere? They're like, no, we need to separate. Yeah. All right, should we get to Nick's last opinion? Yes. yes. Let's hear it. Halloween. If you're an adult who loves Halloween, that's stupid. Like, it's just, it's I don't kid's, get it. It's kid's night. It's a kid's I'm kinda night. I'm kind of with you. I'm kind of with you on that one. And you know what? I mean, like, I did a lot of 
<laughs> here's my brand. I did a lot of sketch comedy. And so, uh, <laughs> oh! Ooh, ooh, and I was Mr. Big so, City Man. So, <laughs> here's what you do when you move to a big city. You start playing dress up on the rag. You know so what we when do Halloween to, comes around. You're like, whatever. You know what we do to sketch comedians around these parts? <laughs> Celebrate them. <laughs> Get them on Conan. Yeah. Show me four sketches now. <laughs> uh, no, but it, it's just yeah. I get it's just one of those things where it's it's these weird people that are like, I love Halloween. I live for Halloween. I don't get anyone living for any holiday. It, it, you know, it's weird to make your identity about stuff like that. But the dre- no one ever even has that good of costumes. Like the question, cr- yes, age range. What are you talking about? The people who are who are upsetting you? Who are? I mean, I'm man. I'm like. Cause I'm like wondering what the cutoff here. Definitely like, over eighteen. Oh, definitely over eighteen. It's like I was wondering if there would be any sort of allowance for like people in their early twenties. Yeah, college. I um, feel like college is the cutoff for Halloween because like yeah. I actually didn't even start liking Halloween until I got to college. Because you're like, wait, wait a minute. I d- I yeah. dress up. This is like the only time I'll go to a party and girls will be like, "Hey, how's it going? Nice, whatever." You know? Yeah. Yeah. Thing. Like I didn't. I, I kind of have a. I, I'm stealing this. Dan Savage, as I've heard him say this a few times, that Halloween is is the straight pride. Like that's the real straight pride parade, <laughs> not like what's going on in like Boston or whatever, where like Ben Shapiro goes down. Yeah. And there's like 14 people like in, in a in a suburban. Like this is like all right. The same way that this the gay pride parade is like it's an even though it's not like an overtly sexual thing it's a it's a celebration of sex, sexuality i right? will give you that people Whatever. need places to come together find each other breathe get drunk get drunk inhibitions wear, down. yeah wear wear a, a loose uh, an age, tank top. the age <laughs> the age where it gets i remember whatever age i will i remember being on facebook and i remember i was working at a hotel and i was checking my facebook like the day after halloween and it usually, I'd usually be like, oh man, you know, all the hot chicks and their outfits. True. And then one year it was just everyone's babies nope. dressed up and all uh-uh. the girls were like, you know, it was that. And no, everyone my age, there was no more hot Halloween costumes and stuff like no. that. It's somewhere around 28, 30, maybe. Definitely. Yeah. That's, yeah. Definitely. that's the cutoff. I think if you're still going hard into Halloween, yeah, after I was gonna that. say in like your 30s. 25. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say like 25, 25, 26. 25. Like you're really getting to the point where you're like, All it's right, weird. What are, you do- what are you doing? What do you want to wear so bad? I'm with you. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah at some point, you're you can you're an adult. You can just wear whatever you want. Yeah. You're making your house look like a murder scene. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like. Very inviting. Yeah. Come in, kids. And then the other people who have like the the the, po- the cool costume that they got from like a like a news event or something, and they're mm-hmm. so proud of themselves. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, thank you. Yes, a I'm- news event. Yeah, it's always like somebody. Oh, like, like the most popular oh. one this year is going to be. Uh, a wild, wild country, or whatever you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, like, oh, like yeah. whatever's Bruce in the zeitgeist. Right. Topical yeah. costumes, yeah. yeah like topical. the um. Oh, I feel like uh, Steve Irwin was like a big one. Yes, yeah. yeah. Bill, when he got yeah, Bill Maher so one year to be Steve Irwin when he's being killed. Yeah, Bill Maher one year went as Steve Irwin with a stingray yeah. sticking out of his. Do you see chest. what I did? Do you see what I'm? A, I'm weird. See how clever yeah. I am. I'll go there. I'll go there once a year. <laughs> On All Saints Day. The last time I dressed up for Halloween, I was Chaz Bono. And it was very easy. I just had to spike my hair a little and put on some jean shorts. I have some thoughts for like I, every year. I'm like, ooh, this is this is, this would be a funny, uh, this would be a cool Halloween costume for me, an adult man. And then 
October 20th rolls around. What was like, that? Uh, what am, why am I going to do this? Where am I going to go? First of all, where am I going to go? Right. <laughs> I have a job. I work in an office and I'm sure some people will wear like a spooky thing. Yeah. I'm sure like a person or two will wear like a wig Right. Or someone will dress up like a crazy doctor or something like that. I don't work in a hospital, by the way. That would be funny. Uh, (laughs) Someone was like, oh, I'm I'm an evil doctor or whatever. Uh, But where am I going to go? So I'm not going to dress up at work because I'm going to work and then I'm going home. And like, where am I going to go? I don't go to bars. I don't go to parties. Just go for a walk in your costume. Great. A lone man. <laughs> Walk amongst the, the children. No, I do. Like, we got trick-or-treaters. Like, do you? Is the, I feel like that's dying off these it days. It is. Like, it's not much. You only need, yeah. like, one bag of candy. We used to go out trick-or-treating, and it was, like, it was just chaos. It was an event. You'd oh, go yeah. out in junior high, and your parents would just be like, yeah, come back. And, like, yeah. I, I remember kids getting the shit beat out of each other, uh, destroying pumpkins. Oh, like, yeah. Everything. Yeah. My, like, my community was like that. It was crazy. I had friends who always wanted to go, like, bag snatching. And it's like, you fucking monsters. Yeah. You want to go out and rob children tonight? They're handing it out for free at every house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just go collect your yeah. own, you lazy fuck. <laughs> hey, what about this, guys? What if we stole candy from... Babies. <laughs> you ever heard of it? Yeah. We'll go fun. Toddlers. No babies. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Halloween. It, it's not for adults. Yeah. I mean, I could it's stretch it all the way into people that love pumpkin spice and fall, too, because, you know, that's its thing. But. Oh, I read that. Yeah. I don't mind. I mean, pumpkin spice, it's tasty. Yeah. I like the taste of it. But it's like, I'm fine with it. And like, and because it's seasonal, if it's not around all year long, though, I think like Coffee Mate or whatever sells like a I think month the, a year. Yeah. I want somebody PSL. that goes that hard. Like when the McRib comes out, you know, they're like, yeah, yeah, there he is. right yes. here He's in the room. Yeah. Fucking love it. McRib season. Yeah. We're, it's getting close. Is uh, it? Doesn't it? I heard it. It, it's not an actual time. It fluctuates with like pork, it does, pork but when they do bring it back, it's often in the fall. That's oh yeah, so yeah. that's when the the pork prices <laughs> plummet. To exactly, where, yeah. To where pressed pork pigs is get the most lazy. Thing in, seasonal affective yeah, yeah. disorder bums the pigs out. They quit fucking as much. They get big and fat. Yeah, juicy cuffing season for pigs. Like <laughs> uh, link. Should we get to a listener opinion, then get the fuck out of here? Okay. Oh, yeah. Here we go. There's going to be listeners? Uh, yeah, a few. Shit, yes. This is... Uh, I love you guys. They didn't give a name for this opinion. Uh, it's about flavored vapes, which is a thing we've talked this about. This is big. A lot. This is actually what I was going to go as Halloween. As a, a vape? vape. Yeah, yeah, a jewel yeah, cartridge. For the news. It's not a, bad, not a bad one. Uh, this is the their opinion. I actually think the idea that sweetly flavored vape liquid and nicotine products in general are only meant to market to kids is bullshit. I'm an adult, and I like my blueberry cotton candy vaporizer. I loved Camel Crushes. I like menthol cigarettes. I deserve the right to consume them. I shouldn't have something I enjoy banned because your kids might find it enticing. They should just find another way to ensure kids don't have access to them, like restricting sales to online only with age verification or something. Some sites I buy from do that already. I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I'm convinced. Like, I don't really know much about this whole vape thing, like the banning thing. Like, it seems pretty, 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 seems pretty dumb. Well, the thing that's causing all these illnesses isn't, 
It's like, isn't it marijuana? It's not this. This is like, these are heavily regulated. Those are good for you. Are are you holding up a jewel? This is a, it's like, it's the same concept as a jewel, but this is one that you can fill yourself and whatnot. But yeah, it's black market THC cartridges that are causing. Is it? That's what the problem. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And banning, the thing about banning flavored vape juice, tobacco flavored vape juice is flavored. Like it doesn't like that right. juice doesn't come out tasting like cigarettes. That's fucking insane. Like they put flavoring in tobacco flavored juice too. So there's no, yeah, two things could be true. And that is that they are marketing and trying to get kids to smoke these potentially by flavoring it. And adults should be allowed to have flavored vapes. You know what I mean? Like it, this is like outlawing, uh, uh, which, you know, uh, what are those fruity cocktails? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, wine coolers. It's like right. alloying wine coolers. Yeah. And the thing he mentioned about age verification, I had to buy another device mm-hmm. uh, recently and I wanted, I already lost it, but I wanted the pink one and they didn't have it at the, the store close to here. So I bought it on the company's website and I had to email them a selfie holding my fucking driver's license next to my face before they would actually (laughs) ship it. So just do that. Yeah, yeah. Like when just, they said online, I was like, I don't know. That's 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 little kids' domain. But if you yeah, if you yeah, if you way, have yeah. to show your ID next to your face, it's really fucking simple. Yeah. And like, you might find some people who are smart enough to like doctor an image. I mean, how and, does a sixteen-year-old get cigarettes? Yeah. Yeah. Like back in the day, right? Like the same way. Vaping. Like, somebody's parents are going to buy them. Parents somebody's or older brother, brother, or they have a fake ID or whatever. So like, feels like this is something where like, you know what? Throughout, as long as we have smoking, like nine percent of teens are going to smoke, whatever the fucking number is. Like, it is that, yeah. I made, yeah, I did the research. It's well, right now, it's in anticipation of this. Yeah, listeners, right now, it's like the number of kids taking in nicotine is going down. Like it's like eight or nine percent right now for teens. And I know. Like, I just said it was nine percent, Adam. Yeah, <laughs> he's Sorry. got the facts. Sorry, I don't listen. The auto facts. But yeah, this is a, a thing we've talked about a lot is the, the flavored vape ban. And now the ban in Michigan, if you get caught what is that? If you get caught with four flavored jewel pods or more, they will charge you with possession with intent to sell. If you're a kid or an adult. Anyone. That's and silly. the thing is ve- jewel jewel pods are sold in four packs. So if you just have stray packs of jewel pods right now, you are a fucking or if Criminal. you're like going up to the lake house for the weekend, right? Yeah. Might as well bring some extras. Nope. nope. Put them in separate bags. <laughs> Got to put them in a separate lockbox. Separate box. cars. Like yeah. you're like like you're. Got to have a, a convoy like convoy with two jewel pods each. In yeah. It. The thing that stopped smoking was that like people believed it was actually terrible for you and like preached that down to their children. You know what I mean? And before right. they're like, yeah, you should smoke as they smoked, and no one listened. Yeah. 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 It's just once the tide turns. I mean, like, yeah, you don't want your kid to smoke. Yeah. You got to teach them not to. And it's, yeah, it's a thing that uh, it's getting worse in terms of the, the things they're banned. Like San Francisco banned uh, e-cigarettes altogether, which, so what? Now kids aren't going to seek out nicotine? No, they'll just smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Like the idea that we should ban vaporizers and not actual cigarettes they'll find they'll find their way to that like th- this actually 
is personal for me because I sell jewels to children and <laughs> they are, they're coming. They're still hitting me up. They're finding me all the time. It's but they're bootleg working. ones, right? You're yeah. making them in your yeah. garage. Yeah. Yeah. I pour printing fluid into it and, <laughs> and uh, Smucker's jam. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds tasty. Printing fluid is the most expensive liquid in the world. I'm losing money. I'm losing Why? a lot of money. This Why? is it's a terrible business. I do it just because I like dealing with children. He's always doing the cyan as well. You open up the printer settings, you're like, there's no more cyan. Yeah. Oh, the color I need the most. <laughs> Why are we using cyan the most? Uh, so, yeah, I agree with this opinion. The the fla- banning flavored nicotine products isn't going to do anything. Like, they already banned. They're all flavored. They banned flavored cigarettes. This feels and like. kids didn't stop smoking. Mm-hmm. This feels like, I need to go on a diet. I'm going to stop eating French fries on Thursday. That'll, yeah. That'll solve. Like, it's problem. like, we did something. We're the government. We did something. Yay. And it, it like we yeah. underestimate how make it illegal. Uh, yeah. It's like, well, we're like, like when this happened, I think Trump did some fucking, oh, we're banning vapes or whatever. Cause people his, were like now do guns. Yeah. Like, so we're, Six, Fucking four people go to the hospital because yeah. of you one kind of vape thing, and we van, we ban a completely separate vape yeah. thing, and we're like, we did it, we yeah. did something today. You can't like, die uh, smoking guns. <laughs> you don't want to put them in your mouth though. But that's when Trump said that his wife has a a son. That's why it's important to yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my wife's son. <laughs> she has that my, kid. My wife's yeah, son, and who I also am related to. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Something else about banning vapes. We don't. We just shouldn't do it. It's dumb. Don't it's going to make kids smoke regular cigarettes. Also, sorry, but I don't vape, so I don't really care. Yeah, it's like I'm not going to. I'm not going to like go on the streets. It's not about well, the, that. It's about personal rights. I know. Yeah, it's about personal. It's, it's about states' rights. It's not yeah. even about personal rights. It's about safety. Like. I think we underestimate because so many people have quit smoking over the past few years. We underestimate how powerful tobacco companies and lobbyists are still in this country. Tobacco still kills 400,000 people in the United States every year. They kill almost half a million people a year and get away with it. So the idea that they might have some influence in the way we're talking about vaping right now isn't that crazy? And it's like, just don't get lied to. Is it going to work? Are they going to beat vapes? Are we going to go back to cigarettes? I hope not. Who owns vapes? Well, that's there's they sh- lots they, of different companies. Like, is, like, there's no vape lobby. Like, it's not all like not yet. No, but like, there's. I not, would like, love to meet the vape lobby. Yo, bro, what's yo. up? Yo, yo, check senator, out my battery, senator, bro. Yo, senator, <laughs> senator, can I have a minute? Well, the other the other industry yo, that bro. is going really hard. Tabanero, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you gotta pass this, dude. The other, there's the, a million dollars. Okay, pass the habanero bill. The other industry that is going after vaping really hard is the smoking cessation industry. Oh, okay. There's a nicorettes. I did a solo podcast about the vape ban a couple weeks ago, and there's this really famous study that all these articles about the dangers of vaping always cite. And this study says, well. Uh, nicotine pods have the same chemicals that cigarettes have. And it's like, oh shit, that sounds very damning. And it makes it sound like cigarettes are just, or vapes are just as dangerous. And in the article I was reading, they didn't link to it. 
they made it seem like, oh, this is a thing. It's under You have to like be subscribed yeah. to the pediatrics journal Everyone to get knows this. this. Yeah, yeah. But it's just it's not on, even worth printing, really. But it's just <laughs> online. It's it's online, and I went and looked at it. And what they're saying in that study is that jewel pods contain the same chemicals that like when you go to Disneyland. And there's a sign that says there are chemicals here that are known to cause cancer. Or you look on any building in California. You go anywhere. And yeah. that, those are the chemicals they're talking about. Yeah. And in that study, they're like... Shoe polish. They're like, oh, by the way, these chemicals are everywhere, and you will be exposed to them no matter what. But also, this proves they have the same c- right, chemicals right. as cigarettes. And it's like, no, they don't. And then you get to the financial disclosures section, and all the doctors who worked on that study either work for the smoking cessation industry or are working on smoking cessation devices. And when you're talking about quitting smoking, it's three things. It's a nicotine addiction. There's usually an oral fixation to it. And there's something you want to have something to do with your hands and nicotine gum doesn't give you shit to do with your hands. The patches don't do either. It doesn't handle something to do with your hands or the oral fixation vaping is the only thing why why haven't they done like nicorette lollipops that seems like the no-brainer that uh i don't gotta know. go guys about to get rich <laughs> i well, think that's what jewel positions themselves as as well like they're like to quit smoking. we're like yeah we're we are a smoking cessation uh device like we are something where this is a healthy alternative to smoking and you can you can uh, monitor your nicotine intake and slowly. In the UK, they push vaping as like a health thing, like yeah. as an alternative to smoking. And the here, UK is so fucked up. They're like, "Oh, I brav, oh, I brav, I have this vape, bro. We're gonna <laughs> go down, listen to some house music, bro. I bro, listen to me. I'm your doctor. <laughs> Take the vape, bro." Take the vape. Look at my teeth. Yeah. And what teeth yeah. like this, mate. Yeah. Guy Ritchie's new movie. We <laughs> did the whole song. Why don't you try you with the vape, yeah? <laughs> no, the vape tastes like just a cigarette. <laughs> we did the whole soccer thing earlier. I wouldn't I wouldn't trust the UK with Yeah, any that's, a, that's a good point. They also push soccer as a sport, which and they, hard disagree they from They smoked me. harder than America ever did, probably. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh... Yeah, keep vaping, quit eating at Chipotle. Keep vaping, baby. And uh, I think that's our episode. Yeah. This is good. Uh, what do we have to plug before we get out of here? You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Todd Brown. That's Todd with one D. And uh, I'll be touring next year, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Radio City. I'm doing the Apollo oh. in, in Harlem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good gig. Yeah, thank you. And a soccer stadium. Fun room. It's a fun room. Wow. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I had a real good set there once. Yeah. <laughs> cool guys, cool guys. See if Tony still works back there. Tell Nick, what do you got to plug? Oh, man, I don't have much to plug because American Dad is not airing again until like January or February or something like that. But as soon as it does, an episode I wrote will be airing called Downtown. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. Brad? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Brett Raider. Uh, I work at Yahoo Sports. We make I make a lot of podcasts for those fools. If you like sports like listening to people talking about them, I probably make a podcast for you. So check that out. You know, fantasy football, whatever. We we make them. You seem check very aggressive about that. Check so it out. Check it out. Man. Yahoo Sports is an aggressive platform. Yeah. Yes. Good point. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Nick, say goodbye. Bye. Brett, say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.
Street.